Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 116, Episode 4 of Dead Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah! A production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers! Welcome. And fuck Fox News. It's welcome. Thursday, January 16th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. the Easy Take Oven, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs> Potatoes O'Brien Head, a.k.a. G.I. Jack, a.k.a. Rainbow Zite, a.k.a. Dorks, Snorks, Play. Uh, don't appreciate that. Uh, uh, that is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man. Thanks a lot, man. Now I know you know, think I'm a dork. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. Dabu Frick, a.k.a. X-Wing Blunt Lighter, a.k.a. Lando Bong Rizian, a.k.a. Spliff Low Ren, a.k.a. Supreme Leader Toke, a.k.a. Poe Davinson, a.k.a. C-3PO Hell No. <laughs> A shout out to the Southwest song mm. uh, for that. I guess that's Star Wars, I think. Yeah, I think those, those Star are. Wars. Although I I know that I am getting old or just out of touch with Star Wars because only half of those made sense to me. A lot of them were you just didn't like see, pure You haven't seen the new one? I haven't seen the new one uh, yet. Oh, baby, you got Babu Frick. I'm, I'm like not good at my job. Yo, Frick Hive is out here. You don't know. There's a whole... Sure. Jamie and I realized we... <laughs> Frick Hive, Frick Baby Hive. Yoga, whatever baby you kids are into these mm-hmm. days. I'm just whatever happened to Luke Skywalker? Whatever happened? <laughs> what happened to what, Luke? Whatever what, what what happened, happened to Luke Skywalker? What happened to Darth Vader? Darth Vader. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the very funny and very talented Harper Rose Drummond. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? you know how what, art ab- that? Above average. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's great to hear. I, <clears throat> sorry. Wow. Something in my throat. <laughs> it's cold brew. Um, how you liking the weather? I'm loving the weather. Cold yes. for LA, which yeah. means 60. <laughs> yeah, I just it want, does. I just like all the listeners to know sort of what our environment yeah. is like. It's bone yeah. chilling. Yeah, it is. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Harper, you are from LA. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. Of the past eight years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. As, as totally from misheard it, that conversation. As from LA as it gets. Yes. North, yeah. North CAC, I believe. I don't yes. know. The way you, you said, well, how how are you liking the weather would lead people to believe that she's visiting, that she just got off a plane like some hasty. Right. But if you remembered everything we said prior to this, I mean, like now we're getting behind the curtain. Before okay. we recorded, we were talking about origin stories. Yeah. Were you bit by a radioactive rose, Drummond? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And she said she was born and raised here. No. I'm no. Sorry, for the record. <laughs> no. I Where heard you all born? the part. Uh, I was born in Kalama, Washington. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. A bit of a plot twist. Wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. You didn't even mention that. Yeah. So you're just lying to us. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Where's wow. Kalama? Uh, Kal- oh, that's a good question. I couldn't tell you. I think it's like by the mm. coast. Okay. You think but it is? It could, be, remember, it could be inland. It could be inland. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you were just born there and then you immediately And then we, moved. my family bounced out. They're like, you're from Washington. Oh, got We're going to yank it, got the got hometown it. away from you. going to move. Mm. Going to relocate, if you will. And then um, we bounced all around, but then landed in San Diego oh. and were there for a few years. Okay. Okay. Spent most of my formative years in North Carolina. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's where we got, got the North CAC. Yeah, every there time I started is. to make friends, my parents were like, no. Okay. Just Enough got. of that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fellow nomad. Uh, all right, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to take our listeners through a couple of things we're talking about today. Uh, there may be a sick new game show on the sick way, coming show. from the USA Network. Uh, I didn't realize they were still around. Let my tone tell you everything about that show. <laughs> 
Uh, CNN can eat shit uh, yeah. is the headline. Uh, we've got leaks, dumps, you name it, coming from the impeachment inquiry. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this group. Uh, now we have a trial coming up. Uh, so the Department of Justice last week or a couple weeks ago, I don't know, came back and uh, announced that they found nothing worth pursuing in the investigation into Hillary Clinton's selling of uranium. It all ties together. It all ties <laughs> yeah. together. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Stefan Molyneux, uh, how he's oh, doing. He's a the name. racist YouTuber, Twitter uh, personality, and... Uh, now he has an amazing new strategy for making money. Asking Banking. his fans uh, on bended knee, literally. Yeah, quite literally. Uh, which, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it, but that's what Bill O'Reilly's up to, is he just he has an amazing new like investment strategy. You won't believe it, boomer. And then like, like you click through, money. and it's like, yeah, will you invest in this by giving me your money? You hate the, to see it. Yeah, you really do. It's a it's a shame. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a chef who wants us to stop taking pictures of our food. Uh, there is a rock and roll hall of fame that snubbed my boys, Dave Matthews Band. Ugh, bro. I'm I'm feeling that pain. I know. I man. like four Dave Matthews Band songs. I only know four. I like them all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much after that. They were my favorite band for like a year and a half. In High school. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, All dude. Right, you saw those pictures of me in cargo yeah, shorts. I saw that dancer tattoo you have <laughs> on your back still. So I'm oh, man. My buddy who has the Blues Travelers tattoo is like a very successful businessman now who still has a big Blues Travelers is cat, that that cat tattooed yeah. on his back. Uh, Wait, how big? Like uh, full back. No, no. Oh, just, but just a little, it's, but it's, it's there? It's there, man. Is it a it's part not, of some, like, like a montage, collage? No. Just that. And Yo, I respect. believe that's his only tattoo. Respect. I don't know if he's gone deeper. Respect when you turn your body into a billboard a for a singular for brand or <laughs> band <laughs> or team or whatever like and I do. It, and it's blues. I have one tattoo and it's a sports team. Yeah. I mean, there aren't many bands that that would be within the realm of normalcy. Like the Grateful Dead, I feel like you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I always see people with the Bears. Fish. Uh, yeah. Even Dave Matthews. I mean, it'd be Dude, somewhat Dude, is Jedi? But, yeah. I think uh, he is. But Blues Travelers is just, he was like, these guys are headed for it. <laughs> the top, baby. The top. <laughs> uh, this thing is not going out of fashion. But first, Harper Rose, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Well, honestly, uh, I probably had something better, but uh, it was like right before this, I had to look up who Drew Hamill was. So, mm. yeah. Who's Drew Hamill? Yeah. Um, okay. How did you so not he's, know that? I know. Honestly, it is a I, shame. For, at first, I was be like, oh, for real? And then, it, and then I was like, hell no, bro. You Man, don't know who the fuck hide. that is either. <laughs> you can't hide on here. I know. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, mm, he's, uh, okay, I still need to do more digging, but I was like finding some sassy tweets of his, but he is a, like a, a head advisor. I think he like works for Nancy Pelosi. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Little Capitol Hill walk. Yeah, okay. I just I keep walking around and not knowing that much about what's going on because I got overwhelmed a few months back and I was like, all right, I'm gonna head out. But now I'm like, all right, I need to check back in. Okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> oh, so he was like oh, kind of breaking uh, news about what was going on with the impeachment inquiry. He's the yeah. deputy chief of staff for the speaker's office. Damn. Yes, Damn. yes, that's deep. Wait, so does that mean oh he's yeah shit. one below chief of staff? I'd imagine so. Yeah. Uh, how about that? <laughs> but like. 
but I think like right before that I was having a spiral of like I don't know enough about anything like before yeah. that it was like is it bad to eat frozen enchiladas every night of the week you know no, yeah. no. you should and- thaw them first but <laughs> yeah I've yeah yeah that, oh you're eating them frozen just yeah. just frozen yeah Where, no. which frozen enchiladas do you enchilopsicles like Annie's or whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay very very natural mm-hmm. uh-huh I used to eat um, uh, the Trader Joe's ones growing up as a kid oh those are so I used good to only eat those pretty much <laughs> right yeah so, it's one of the best, uh, you know, pa- prepackaged frozen foods. The frozen enchilada or the yeah. one from Trader Joe's? No, frozen enchilada. In general. Yes. Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the best frozen meals I feel like you yeah. can heat up. Like it's, it's got all the the contents of a frozen burrito, but it, it's, it's less of like a mojado like style. ice heat bomb. Mm-hmm. Like that is going to, you know, that's basically a booby trap for your taste buds. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. think also because it's submerged in sauce too, the tortilla obviously is not going to dry out because it's already... Uh, perfectly moist. Yes. Sorry to anyone who hates that word. Uh, everyone. Uh, really? Yeah. Moist. He said moist. He said moist. <laughs> the fuck was that? Do you just have your Siri set to hear every time you Yo, say my moist? Shit and never. To I, on this is the first time Siri has ever gone off in my life. Mm. You well, woke her up. I'm not uh, lying. <laughs> keen-eyed listeners, listen back and see what Miles said to trigger his Siri. Uh, that's Drew Hamill is a like Miles said an impressive level of kind of depth. engagement. Yeah. Oh, so you said you were just panic searching though. I was. To pa- get oh ready? no, no, it's, that's not just like a no, that. That was me. I was like panic searching. Yeah. No. Oh, definitely. don't worry. We don't know anything we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <yet, so. laughs> You're like they're gonna. Th- they're all gonna find out. I know. That's the irony. Like, is that you say shell. that? Okay. And I'm like, who? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you may have studied too much for the test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have just acted like we knew who Drew Hamill was. In a way, I it's weird. I legitimately, I was like, I know that name, and then I'm like, Nah, dude, what the? F- who am I? Yeah. If, 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 well, if, I but a like guy who lies through, on podcasts. I was reading through like what y'all had sent, and I was like, or I think I saw that name oh, pop yeah, up, yeah. and I was like, Oh, red alert! We don't know oh, who that just is. As a so. quote, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Makeup wipes. Makeup mm. wipes. Yeah. Overrated. What is yeah. a makeup towel? What? The towel? No, it's like they're disposable makeup wipes, but they're like really bad for the environment. Oh, I know that. I'm oh. saying, do you like the towel better? Oh, oh, no. I, s- I just put almond oil on my face and just wipe that shit off. Oh, yeah. wow, wow. Almond oil? Yeah. Or sesame oil. Any oil. Great emulsifier. Okay. Olive what, oil. <laughs> what are you using for your uh, fabric? Oh. For my fabric? For, like you put it on washcloth and just whoosh, Yes. Or you're doing it on a like yeah we no, put I the oil did, on it hand wipe hand. it off yeah yeah <laughs> or like oh, or word? like toilet paper yeah hey toilet paper, okay. yeah okay. Right. yeah yeah waste yeah. not want not yeah which ones do you use before Neutrogena Beats Birds Birds Beeswax Beats by Dre yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the makeup artists use that one too mm. but uh, the, recently Her Majesty my partner she got some reusable makeup removing towel or something she i want to like, get that i want to try that and i that's why i was like oh is that are you on this wave too no yeah, not so. yet but i'm about to got it got but it i'm on the oil train right now is that a and that is the same mentality right is just to have one singular like reusable, reusable surface thing. yeah to keep wiping mm-hmm. huh hmm. huh thinking about that for yourself yeah no i i <laughs> often am asked to you know Put go get a oh. warm wet towel for the to oh. remove the makeup and i do it and uh I'm tired of it, my no. Just <laughs> oh, so now you're gonna no. be like, I actually heard something pretty interesting today. <laughs> you Maybe these? you could get your own damn test. Uh, reusable one. No, but is there a benefit to that over just like a warm, wet washcloth, other than having to do extra laundry? 
Oh, I just put like, you know, tar on my face to like, you know, like eyeliner yeah. and whatnot. Oh, so right. it's just hard to get off. I know you're having trouble opening yeah. it in your eyes right now. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of them is like half closed. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Okay. I'm glad we patient. addressed that. Yeah. I didn't want to bring that up, but I'm glad to know it's just tar. <laughs> <laughs> like a neurological thing. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Oh my gosh. Um, for eating frozen fruit. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> like eating frozen, frozen gra- fruit. Yeah, like grapes, strawberries. Oh, like freezing your own? Yes, it's better frozen. I will die on this hill. Wow. Yeah. But, you, but it. you wouldn't buy, not like a, the pre-frozen bag of shit, like you get the good no, you produce and be then e- freeze it yourself. Yeah, you have to be extra annoying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not annoying. I mean, I feel like if you, I don't know. I, when I get fruit at the farmer's market, I think it just tastes better. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. Grapes I do like. I don't know. If, would they break my teeth? Aren't, no. aren't they no, hard grapes? No, they don't break your teeth. Yeah, it's oh, like wow. It's a way better texture. Yeah, yeah, it's a way oh, better texture. Oh, my God. Try yeah. it out. What have I been doing? Yeah, man. What's Not the best living. fruit to freeze? Grapes? Strawberries? Grapes are pretty good. Grapes, uh, bananas. Bananas, bananas are dish. good. I, I like bananas too much regular, though. Yeah, same. Yeah, bananas are- Wait, like you like them so much, you're like, I, I have to respect the sanctity of how it comes <laughs> just, from the tree. Yeah, I just feel oh, like wow. it compares unfavorably oh, to, got it, got to it. the banana. I don't know. But but okay. something about grapes, they're so poppable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just like little- With grapes, I put them towards the back of my refrigerator to the point where they borderline start to freeze because I like them as cold as possible. Yeah. I haven't crossed the Rubicon into frozen. Yeah. I still like a crispy grape too, crunchy, crunchy, okay, crunchy, crunchy okay. grape. Uh, Wait, do people call you on this? Is that why you said I'll die on this hill? Do people are so like people say that I'm disgusting for it? Like they'll open up my, they're like, ew, what is this? And I'm like, don't be judgmental in my home. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you been to a Jamba Juice? All that shit is frozen in there too. Oh, what is this? Fucking smooth. And also, why are they investigating my freezer? That's another thing I need to look into. Yeah, but you do learn a lot looking at somebody's refrigerator. You really do. Yeah, I. What all my refrigerator communicates to me is, I have a problem throwing things away because I don't want to waste them. And I'm like, isn't that old Zanku garlic sauce from three months ago? Oh man, I have some old Zanku garlic sauce in my refrigerator right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you try and use it and you're like, mm, I think this I was ammonia. Yeah. I have like 20 of those containers, the little like plastic ones. I have yeah. old Zanku garlic sauce, which is a chicken place in LA. I have a bunch of them that have a crushed red pepper for some reason. Oh, you put those in the, in the refrigerator? <laughs> why, why do I have that? And some with a Parmesan cheese. This is the thing. I don't places. understand Her Majesty. She puts fucking chips in the refrigerator. Yeah, Any, no, that's puts not right. anything in the refrigerator. And I, that's where I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Just as long as they're sealed, who gives a fuck about the temperature? Yeah. I'll give you me. ketchup can go in or out. That's a thing that people feel strongly about that I'll, I'll give you personal preference on. You can keep it in the refri- oh, thank refrigerator. You, so you can thank keep you. it out. <laughs> thank you. I'll allow it, Miles. Thank you. Thank but you. chips? Thank you. Come on, chips man. Chips are, yo, I'm talking Because talk they don't her. even taste as talk good when her, they're man. cold, talk do they? Talk to her, man. I mean, as an expert on what tastes better, cold versus You got to keep temp. those chips out of the refrigerator. Yes. Thank you. All right. Sorry, the Finn verdict decided. is in. I, I think you <laughs> need, a need a like Judge Judy style podcast where you just weigh in on like the temperature, the temperature of foods. Of food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, are you a coffee drinker, tea drinker? Any of Tea. Tea? Yeah. Iced? Yeah. Hot? Sometimes. All of the above. Okay. All of the above. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll mark that down. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You got that? Yep. Put it in my okay. file. Got cool. it in there. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Um, 
you know those jade rollers that a lot of women use on their faces or men too, I guess. But they like like oh, if you if you do it, it'll get rid of your wrinkles. Yeah, it looks like a mini steamroller, yes. like a paint roller yeah. of rock, like made of it's made of jade. It's right? made of jade. Okay. Yes. Um, breaking news: it does not stop you from getting wrinkles. What? I spiral bought it one time. And I, I used it so much. And guess what? The wrinkles were, were still a coming. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, they're subtle, but they're there. And I'm like, you're not helping I, me. I hear you. I have one, too. That's why I kind of knew what it was. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Gwyneth lied to us. Oh, well, Gwyneth is a dirty liar. And yeah. we will, I will, like, never Whoa. trust her again. This podcast is brought <laughs> to you by Goop. Okay. So. Well, uh, fuck. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me on. I guess I'll head out. Yeah, okay. It's fine. No, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll die on that hill. Yeah. I mean, this is the great thing that celebrities have going for them is they're like, why would I look so good? Because like, I don't because actually work like right, most people. You get to wake up whenever you want, go to sleep whenever hey, you want. Hey, that's not true. Sometimes my call times are like at 4 a.m. when right. I have to do like a night shoot or something. Right, where and... somebody literally lifts your body to yeah. put you in the chair oh. Or somebody God. just What's like your job? I'm a sanitation worker. What about skin? you? I pretend. <laughs> like three days out of a Not week to say that it. it's not a taxing yo, job, but yo, let's be real. Actors. Like, talking about stress, We though. feel the struggle. I'm just saying that when, like, we shouldn't look to her for some cure-alls when, you know, you know how it is. All right. Uh, let's move on to a quick story up top, Miles. There is a new game show that caught your attention. I, yeah. From The Miz. The Miz. Who, the, from, wasn't he on Road Rules before? Bringing the worlds of, I thought it was the real world, but maybe Or either one. Rules. I mean, but one then of them. He was on The Challenge, for and sure. And then he became a wrestler. And then he became a wrestler. And now he is a co-host with Roxy Diaz from 106 and Park in Entertainment Tonight for the new show called Cannonball which USA describes as a water obstacle competition. The reason I bring this up is I don't understand just off that description what I'm seeing. Is it just wipeout, basically? Yeah, it's wipeout. But like, okay, so anyway, what they just say, the 10-episode cannonball has contestants competing in challenges like sliding off a 100-foot water slide and rocketing off one of the world's fastest drop towers. So how do you competitive com water slide? That's what I'm like, so what is, how do you quantify these performances. I didn't know there was a Distances? Yeah. Okay. I or mean, like how, fi how far they go? Form is what <laughs> Anna thinks. Anna I'm not sure form. what the fuck. Uh, when you go to water parks, super producer Anna Hosnia, you're judging form. You're like, okay. Yeah, no, she's giving chest, us like a the vampire perfect, in a coffin. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is the correct form. You want only your shoulder blades and your heels touching. So as little surface area as possible. Is oh, I didn't even think down. about that. Yeah. Wait, that's legit. The That's what I do. I mean, that's my wow. technique. Like you kind of so, do yeah, an arc. Yeah, maybe it does go deep. Yeah, I wow. do an arc, and at least when you get going, and then after a while, the force is such that you can't really keep it keep it all. This above is board. fascinating because you're not like improvising. You're just going into your memory yeah, and man. talking about your water slide technique. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I've been to water parks, but never to the point. I'm like, bro, what were you doing? Was your back touching? Oh my God, that's why you're taking so goddamn long. I've never long. judged someone for their water slide technique. I'm usually like too busy screaming. Yeah. 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 What's What water parks are we going up going to? That you... Oh, Ocean City has a water park. Pretty good water park, actually. Oh, New Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, the Boardwalk has a pretty decent water park. Has for like 20, 30 years now. Uh, and when that first opened, man, I was up there multiple times every week that I was oh, up in Ocean shit. City. Oh, shit, that just, makes Okay, so yeah, yeah you, were getting your, you were getting your hours in, your 10,000 oh, hours yeah, in. Oh, man, that was, the, that was the jam. And they had a lazy river where you could just go and fuck around and, like, get uh, in trouble. Level raised lazy river. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, my I think my dad told me that once when I was, like, seven, and that just took as a piece of, like, 
physics. <laughs> right, right. You're like <laughs> something that's that science. my entire like basis of the physical world rests on is my dad uh, claiming that if you arch your back uh, on a water slide, you'll go faster. Yeah, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking if you arch your back, you're putting more pressure on those points, so it's causing more friction. Right. You would think so. Look, I don't know. Physicist, please He's probably just in. trying to improve my core strength. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He's he like, did smack him. my stomach a couple times <laughs> when I did the form. Here, put these ankle weights on. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of water parks? Um, not necessarily, no. Yeah. You're just screaming. So yeah. you said- You didn't wait, tell by her silence like, this whole time? <laughs> you said- Something happened, My Jack. enthusiasm is usually, electric, I know. Yeah. Uh, you said usually at water parks you're screaming. Is that the whole time, like in line and everything? That's like, just like the, whole like the parking, from parking lot to buying the ticket. You know, I'm truly just detesting the whole experience. Yeah. They're just carrying you around on like one of those uh, Silence of the Lambs stretcher things. <laughs> we uh, only had two water- Well, there was Wild Rivers, Raging Waters. Out here? And, uh, yeah, and Hurricane Harbor. Hurricane Harbor didn't open up till late. I think Wild Rivers closed pretty early. See, uh, I think you that had to trek to get to these motherfuckers. I think it also has to do with how thin the air is out here and how quick, like more science. We, yeah. Okay. So my dad told me when I was eight. <laughs> so this I actually checked. Uh, no, no, no. Do you anybody from the East Coast? Uh, you know, uh, Harbor oh, Rose. Yeah. Ah, okay. Rose. Uh, have you noticed that it's colder when you get out of a pool on the West, like in LA than it is on the East Coast? I guess so. I think it's because the air has less uh, moisture in it. And so it evaporates, the water evaporates quicker off your skin. And that's what makes it cold oh, the cooling when you get sensations. out. Oh, yeah, the yeah, cooling yeah, sensation it's so much is, more humid out there. And I wonder if that, because there's so many water parks like, on the east coast but right. uh, not as many out here even though it's hot as fuck Wait, what's here. your theory that the humidity makes it possible to have water parks just makes it more desirable because you're walking around wet oh so you're saying ah we'd build we'd build water parks in california but yeah that evaporation man yeah i'm just saying you were business. deprived of something growing up and i want to know I, why yeah, damn it i don't know yeah <laughs> immigrant parent immigrant mom i think but She's you're like, saying there were only two in the greater Los Angeles area? The two main ones for a while growing up, especially in the 90s, were Wild Rivers and Raging Waters. And I didn't have I didn't have time to go out to San Dimas I mean, for that shit. Even in Cincinnati, we had the beach, we had, uh, which was the Kings Island water park. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And also LA, we had the beach. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> what Pacific was that Ocean. like? Pretty cool. Yeah. It's freezing, <laughs> <Rocky>. actually. Fucking <laughs> really cold. The seagulls. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, Tuesday night was uh, the latest Democratic presidential primary debate, mm -hmm. uh, the last one before the Iowa caucuses, mm -hmm. uh, and it was... A fucking mess. Yeah, it was... Hmm. It was the messiest, dumbest, like... It, it, it was an abject failure in so terms I saw of the, being a debate. The mainstream media's takes were either snooze fest, that was boring, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Bernie and Elizabeth Warren got into it and it was a slap fight. Those were yeah. the two overall takeaways. Or if you went on like progressive Twitter, it was people being like, Elizabeth Warren's a snake! Yeah. And <laughs> other people being like, she, Bernie's a fucking sexist. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of the lot was made of the lack of a handshake at the end of the right. debate, where the, I, at least at the time of as uh, the time of this recording, the Sanders campaign said she was just raising an issue that could have been like, I don't know, I don't know what. But right. the whole thing played out very 
immature, like in a very like juvenile way. The way the questions were posed, it was really like odd. It was like really messy. Like for example, there was uh, this one uh, question to Bernie Sanders, like Senator Sanders, don't you like owe voters an explanation of how much this like Medicare for all things going to cost? Shouldn't they know? Like if they're just going to like lose all this money, like it was. Th- yeah. There's all these presuppositions that anything he was doing like needed to be explained or yeah. like what the fuck are you doing, Bernie? And it was it, it was very transparent the bias uh, yeah. against like him. let me just read these screen ca- the questions as they've been screen capped from CNN. Question: Warren supports a new trade deal with Mexico and Canada. Why is Sanders's opposition to it wrong? Yeah, Sanders's proposals would double federal spending over a decade. How will he avoid bankrupting the country? That's fucking aggressive. Jesus Christ. Does Sanders owe voters an explanation of how much his health care plan will cost them and the country? Uh, I mean, yeah, the the way they're worded kind of sounds like it's an attack ad on Bernie Sanders, which, I mean, this is something if you pay attention to, like we've been talking about the sort of steady drumbeat of people from the left being like, there's a mainstream media bias against Bernie, which is pretty like I I don't know how you argue against that but CNN is oftentimes the uh, purveyor of that where they'll like have a a poll that's like Biden 25 percent Sanders 23 percent Warren 19 and they'll only talk about Biden and and Warren yeah Biden and Buttigieg and like ignore Sanders in the poll altogether it's just like it seems like either they don't take him seriously enough as a candidate to have him like to cover him as a part of the story or they actively just don't want him to win yeah and that honestly it's like what it seems like right right and this it was basically like a centrist fueled trap bernie trap like every rebuttal to anything he said was like a talking point that like lobbyists or just it's a direct out of like you know uh, right of center almost sometimes right. like what the fuck the way they were just sort of leading him with questions and this was an opportunity right for people to really begin uh or the candidates to really debate something mm-hmm. on the rather issues. than being like so for example the thing that had everyone up in arms um from the debate was this moment between uh elizabeth warren and bernie sanders because obviously the, the day prior to that, CNN posted the thing. It was like, ooh, like Bernie said that he didn't think a woman could be president. End of. The the source were people who were not in the room and right. heard something about it. Now, there's all kinds of debate about what was said or what wasn't said. Truly, I th- and Warren later on said we, we had a disagreement. Right. And I think when you reduce things down to just being like, he said a woman can't win, and her saying there's a disagreement, it sounds like like any conversation, right? If you're bringing up misogyny in this country and you're having a nuanced discussion, a thing you would say is, yeah, there is this other obstacle, unfortunately, uh, female candidates are looking at in the in, in the form of misogyny in the voter base. Right. Now, I don't know if what was said or whatever, but when you just talk in terms like this, I don't think you can just distill it down to, he said a woman can't win. Right. And also just like judging from his like all of his past work, that just doesn't really seem aligned with his character. Right. Right. And all the people in the rebuttal to that is, well, you know, people can change, right? But it's <laughs> like, I still don't see anything in his actions. And that's why I think this was such a, a bizarre thing to do because a I'm sure they wanted it for the debates so they could get their little moment and also mm-hmm. to make no mistake corporate media wants nothing more than these two candidates to begin fighting and create a, a, a vacuum 
for Buttigieg and Biden right. to sort of, uh, you know, uh, and that becomes it. especially important in Iowa, where people who are voting for somebody who doesn't get fifteen percent, then they can move. They move over to their uh, second place vote, right? And so, if Warren voters are moving over to Bernie, or Bernie voters are moving over to Warren, that's bad for the center. But if the like either of those sides have sworn one another off, right. then it becomes then, uh, I'm, then I'm Biden or I'm Bruce right. Then or the whatever. center ne- necessarily uh, you know benefits from that. So that's one kind so, of dynamic that's at work. Again, right. I'm not uh, suggesting that the world is smart enough to or people are smart enough to pull that off necessarily, but uh, that does seem to be the way that it worked. Um, with So in the debate, you know, they wasted no time really getting directly into this, like, okay, let's make a scene. Right. Okay? Yeah, we should and hear the quote. This is what happens. Uh, they're asking uh, Bernie Sanders directly about uh, this, this, you know, this story that he said a woman couldn't win, and he's, first he denies it, and then they follow up, and then this is from CNN following up. I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator Warren that a woman could not win the election. That is correct. Senator Warren, what did you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? <laughs> I- what the fuck? Like, he <laughs> That's just... That's some catty shit. That doesn't yeah. even... Yeah, it's catty and also so disingenuous. Oh. You just took everything he said to be, like, not true to go... Right, right. Okay, whatever. What'd you? Hey, what'd you think when he said women suck? Right. Like, They're just trying uh, to like. It, it's just. It's like. Uh, like the biggest form of negging. I yeah. Think. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was. That's what was so odd because again, there are things that really need to be brought up. Like truly holding Joe Biden accountable for his Iraq War cheerleading and like vote record. You know, right. like what? Especially given the events of the last few weeks. Like that's something that really needs to be discussed in terms of what kind of leadership are we going to have. Are you interested in like another armed conflict and right. a and a and a absolutely pointless war? Yeah. Or, but, but again, that's something that doesn't necessarily play to the centrists. Exactly. Right? The centrists aren't and, going to look as good because they're not going to be able to be as straightforward about you know no, I don't want to go to war as a Bernie or as Sanders, but yeah. basically a Bernie. Can I mean, Biden it. got lucky. He, they just let him mm-hmm. skate on all kinds of shit. Right. I mean, there are in serious questions about his, you know, social security reforms, which are probably just him being like in the back being like, yeah, let's raise the age before you're eligible for social security. Right. And there's a lot of things people really need to talk about. But instead, they're like, let's just let's just fan the fucking flames and see what comes out, because mm-hmm. that was that's what it felt. The point was. And the only thing I could remember Biden saying was that saying that African-Americans will vote for him. It's like every question he had, he was like, well, the African-Americans will vote for me. Right. Not care. Then he did like it was painful too. Like he's, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to. I want Joe to go to bed. I want to yeah. Go home. Well, I mean specifically yeah. the. I think the mainstream response uh, was that he seemed sleepy, and I think he did even like bring up his Iraq War vote, but said it was a mistake. Uh, right. But like that was it. It was just like a one sentence thing, and then moving on. While they're going like Bernie, how come you hate all women? <laughs> and then I was like, Joe Biden, why are you the best candidate to be Donald Trump? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, what can you do? But I mean, again, this is why you it, it seems that normally I feel like uh, the voting you know, public would not be or would might fall for this or not see what was going on. Yeah. And it's interesting to, see, interesting to see how a lot of the talk about this were people being like 
oh wow, CNN is getting torn down for that lame ass coverage of the debate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean a lot of that is on Twitter where it's there's definitely a leftward uh, lean, but oh yeah, you know even. Like I listened to the 538 uh, breakdown of the debates and even Nate Silver, who himself is Mr. Like, well, moderates do have a statistical advantage when it comes to Democratic presidential candidates. He was like, that was kind of weird, huh? (laughs) When the moderator specifically asked him to confirm what he said and then contradicted it. Like that seemed weird yeah <laughs> that was his word for it so you know shame on cnn for mm. that just what a fucking disaster that's yeah. a boof yeah <laughs> big time boof Boofed it. <laughs> uh, which kind of makes sense for a network that said they thought of the 2016 election like uh professional wrestling isn't that what zucker said probably and yeah. also they also did a very good job of bur- like doing as much as they could to not cover bernie even in 2016 so yeah the yeah. continues totally um all right, well, let's check in with impeachment. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Uh, the Democrats have unleashed some new documents they received from Rudy Associate Lev Parnas. And yeah, he was the guy who was arrested trying to leave the country. Yeah, because uh, he like had a, was concocting like a campaign finance violation scheme. Did he have a bunch of cash with him? He may have. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they did shady shit, and they're like, "Oh, it's getting hot. Let's get on a let's get a one way ticket to Europe." Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, yeah. And he, uh, yeah. There's just a lot of like the sort of shit that it's just kind of now that we're heading back into this. It's like, wait, has it always been this obviously bad? Well, like, now, is, is, yeah. I feel like all the curtains have just been like not even pulled back, just like yanked down, just violently. everything violently. Everything is just ranch. Like it's just awful. Like we can just see it for what it is now, which is yeah. a goddamn mess. Well, the thing was, <laughs> it it went from most people listening to any explanation out of the White House as to why there was this extortion scheme with Ukraine being like, okay, we'll give you aid to fight the Russian uh, incursions, uh, but you need to give us a soundbite. Right. But before it was like, no, it's about corruption. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It's about corruption, blah, blah. So these documents that were released that Lev Parnas handed over, he's been for a while saying, I would love to show you some things. Yeah. they he The Democrats have them, and they've released some of them. They said they also have not only these documents they released, but audio and video recordings, um, which were not released. Right. But based on a lot of the reports of people who know like what Lev Parnas was up to, he was regularly setting up Skype calls between people in the United States and Ukraine. Apparently, there's some where the president does appear in them. Um, I'm pretty sure Devin Nunes was also uh, like when he remember he was trying to plan a trip to Ukraine. But when he realized right. Adam Schiff would find out, I think he his plan B was to have Parnas set up a Skype call. And I'd imagine he has those recorded, too. So I don't know. I mean, we don't know. But what we do know are these documents that have come out. And my God, they hmm. are just, they blow up nearly every defense that the president has had. Yeah, of course. So one of the first ones is a letter from Rudy Giuliani to president-elect at the time, Zelensky, that was saying, it was like legitimately everything you needed. He was like, I'm representing Donald Trump with his knowledge and consent right, to set up a meeting, which was the beginnings of the inroads to get this quid pro quo thing going. Right. So, Almost as if somebody was manufacturing a piece of evidence to make it as hard on the Republican senators yeah. to ignore something <laughs> truly, as possible. Truly. Because I think at the time, you know, Trump was saying, like, you know, he's my personal lawyer or whatever. Yeah, he or he said, rogue. oh, maybe he went rogue. Well, not with this shit. So right. then what happened? And now you're setting up 
full bus throwing festival who will right. be thrown under the bus yeah. it's like with every single thing trump has been saying or like oh i didn't do that or oh i didn't know anything about this it's, it's been debunked every single time yeah. so it's like how to me i just get so like you know en- enraged because i'm like what more do you people need <laughs> yeah so well obvious the i like this furious character who's breaking through everyone's <laughs> yeah. that's like that's like the real me i'm just like <laughs> yeah. that's why i didn't need the coffee because it's like i'm bubbling i saw her breaking concrete with her hands <laughs> i've like peeled off the tar from my eye finally yeah. i've opened it like, yeah. I, yeah. no i do these for eye strength Your eyes exercises. are glowing red <laughs> holy shit and then so back to your thing about how the the evidence is almost comedically made. Yeah. And that's where, in a way, maybe if the real conspiracy theorist in my mind is like, is this all fake? Because it's so goddamn obvious. <laughs> right. There's a letter, it's handwritten not. note from Lev Parnas oh, God. on yeah. Ritz Carlton stationery. <laughs> right. That when he gets to Europe, it says, with a star at the top, get Zelensky to announce that the Biden case will be investigated. Huh. Oh my God! I love that it was with a star. That to me was yeah. my favorite part of everything. Like, also, this, right. what was he doing? A star or this a weird is asterisk? important one? Yeah, oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. it's an asterisk. Okay. Uh, he, I think, misspelled announce. Yeah, but hey, come on. <laughs> I think he, he said spelled it says he was a, mouse. a mouse. A mouse. Yeah. Or so maybe, he was jet lagged. Maybe that's gonna be their defense. Tired. Actually, no. It says he was get, saying get Zelensky to a mouse. <laughs> to me, this looks like got. Zalen Sky bow a mouse. Yeah, it does look like bow. That All the right. building. Sorry. So that is totally beyond the point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so explain to me, uh, an idiot, why oh, come the what? But I like when I first heard this piece of evidence, I wasn't fully appreciating why this totally took away one of their arguing. So the line from the president has always been, "It's never. It was never about." getting someone to announce an investigation into Biden to help sway the election. We all know that is what happened because the defense was uh, the president is interested in corruption. That's why they were looking at Burisma because they were trying to understand about corruption. And if, and if if the Bidens happen to be involved, then so be it. But this is about corruption. So if this had said, get Zelensky to investigate Bidens in connection with Burisma, that would be what he was claiming. Yeah. But instead it is star get Zelensky (laughs) to announce that the Biden case will be investigated. Not even to actually do it. Right. Just get get me a get that announcement. Yeah. Maybe. Which I I feel like is is one of those things that I just accepted as true a long time ago, and I'm I'm just like, wait, oh, we haven't proven that yet. Okay. Right. Let, let's back it up uh, a couple steps. Right. And then that also throws a wrench in the gear for this idea, like at the Senate trial, where they're like, well, we should get Joe Biden and Hunter Biden to testify too. Well, let's back up. Right. If this was actually about corruption, maybe. But we've already seen now that the point of all of these shenanigans with Ukraine were about merely securing the optics win of getting, you know, Zelensky to announce that the Bidens were being investigated. Right. So you can run that around with your attack ads or whatever and take that into the general. Yeah. So that's where. So then. So now there's no point of even having these witnesses because this was this not what it's about. And also Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are not the ones being impeached. OK. Right. This is about you defending yourself, not a whataboutism. Right. Which is essentially no. getting them to take the stand. It's like, no, no, no. We need you to prove you didn't do this shit. Yeah, right. And with every, like you're saying, with every piece of evidence that comes out, 
it it only corroborates the stories we've heard. It's never exculpatory. It's never like, oh shit, yeah, maybe all we the were wrong. Is going the waters never become more muddy when it becomes like, oh, <laughs> right. is he guilty? I don't know. It's like, bitch, this is cl- crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, right. honey, we know you did it. Like, How does it get clearer? Is there <laughs> is there a, a stage past completely transparent <laughs> yeah. where it's it, oxygen? So, is the Senate's argument at this point like deep down? Like they're they're gonna say other things maybe in public, but deep down is it that like nobody gives a shit that he did this? Well, F, it depends because this complicates things. Susan right. Collins has already you know we were just talking yesterday that Susan Collins might be a vote to have test uh, testimony from witnesses. Yeah, but she started already making her fucking noises about being like, well, this new stuff from Lev Parnas. I mean, this isn't what the House submitted to us, so maybe yep. their work was incomplete. Yep. And trying to be like, okay, so is this your this is your setup move yeah. to be an absolute spineless invertebrate? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then again, this is the other part about this whole um, document dump that's really alarming. So there was uh, Marie Ivanovich, who was the ambassador yeah, to Ukraine, who testified very bravely. You yeah. know, and she was up there, and she had said. It was wild when I was there. I got messages from my boss saying, hey, I can't, I don't really know what's going on, but you need to come back. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I would get on the next plane out of Ukraine if possible. Yeah. And she's like, what? What, 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 Am I I safe? She's like, look, I don't know if things have gone off the rails or gone off track, I think was the word she said. Right. But please, there's been, she said there's been mumblings from up the street and on the seventh floor, up the street, meaning the White House, apparently. Mm -hmm. And- so that led a lot of people to be like, wait, was she in like actual danger? And from these Lev Parnas documents, we see a text thread, like a WhatsApp text thread between him and this Trump donor and congressional candidate, this guy, Robert Hyde, where it sounds like they were st- like he was stalking Marie Ivanovich. Right. Mm-hmm. So who? it's between who and Hyde? Parnas, Lev Parnas. Lev Parnas and Hyde. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of the times he's going like, you know, basically saying, like, I can't believe he hasn't fired this bitch yet. He's like, let me know. I'll get on it. And then putting texts like, okay, uh, she, her computer's off. Her phone is on. She's talked to three people. Uh, she has a security detail. Is it FSB? Uh, she's on the move. I need to know. Like, do I need to move? Whatever. Then there's another line from- Do I need to move? Yeah. That, uh, like, makes it sound like it's- Okay. What, what, does, he, what does he mean by move? What he says, it says- um, First, when he says, when he updates Parnas about her location and security detail, then says- um, so-and-so like people in Ukraine are willing to help if slash we or if we slash you would like a price. I'm like, who is they that yeah. are willing to help? And what is the price for? And huh. then he goes on. Um, the next one says, guess you can do anything in the, in the Ukraine with money. <laughs> what I was told, LOL, is what partners responded. I mean, that sounds straight up like they're threatening physical harm at yeah at, at the most innocent they were stalking her right at mm-hmm. its worst and most cynical it was some kind of physical attack probably. right and he, it's, yeah he was talking about already he was talking about she's here she's doing this right and she has this security detail and like i have someone so that's on the already like it's not like so we can get somebody to tail her. They're already tailing her at that point. Right. And then he has the conversation about I asked like they gave me a price. He's like, if you he's like, if you want, I can get a price. He's like, if like these like I'm talking to people who are willing to help if you want a price, let me know. I'll get I'll price it out. Jesus Christ. Man. And I don't think it was for extra security. Yeah, that is so that's bone chilling. This is and that is by far the most like holy shit 
That's uh, such exchange. a harrowing, yeah, it yeah. is like a harrowing exchange. Right. Especially when you heard, when you remember her testimony and her talking about the yeah. buildup to her leaving, like that, what the fuck? Like, that's why that needs to actually be investigated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? You have U.S. citizens following state, uh, uh, State Department staff around, like monitoring their whereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. But again, I, I we'll see what happens if you know if this will be accepted. If this is going to put more pressure on Republicans to have witnesses now. Uh, but it seems this is going to. I don't know. You'd think this will this will move the needle in some sense. Jesus. Yeah. You would hope so. But I mean, again, it goes back to that thing that I've brought up a couple of times. There's this UK journalist who moved back to the UK right after getting her citizenship because. Uh, like right as Trump was elected and she was saying that her husband, who's a historian and uh, an expert in like the lead up to World War II, uh, like his alarm bell started going off right when the like Mitch McConnell's of the world, like right the handling of Obamacare essentially and how they just went exactly along party lines. It's like once the legislature stops working as any sort of check against the executive, like you have the preconditions for an all-out authoritarian regime. Right. And like that's what we're mm-hmm. seeing. If if he gets away with this, which it seems like the conventional wisdom is he's going to, then you that's that's it. Like that's a wrap. You just have an authoritarian regime. Like, yeah. Because that's Or yeah, you definitely have the 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 soil, the seeds, the water and the sunlight. Right. But I mean he's talking about like having somebody Whatevered? Yeah. I don't know. Whatevered? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, allegedly. I don't know. I'm, what I don't am know. I we, we have the fucking messages. If if the shoe was on the other foot, like imagine if it was a, a person on the left writing something I mean, we about, say that uh, all the time, but like we're, <laughs> we're in the end days. Well, no, whenever we're like, imagine if oh, this I was happening. We say that, uh, should we have somebody do oh, something bumped? for money? Yeah, yeah. We say that shit all the time. Come on, man. Like, you know all right, what's after We never actually <laughs> pay the money. I'm like, so yo, I see him. I'm sure I see it's him. Not gonna- <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Ah, shit. (laughs) Take his shoes right off him. Um, All right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about Stefan Molyneux. Stephen, Stefan Molyneux. Am whatever. I pronouncing that right? I don't know. I've never actually heard anyone else's names, anyone else say it out loud. I just know he's Super Molyneux. producer Dan, I know you're a fan. You, yeah. You, you gave me the thumbs <laughs> you up? You gave to his yeah. Patreon. Steph, <laughs> Stefan, Stephen. Yeah. And he actually put this story in because he just wanted to make sure that- uh, People know put, about his strife. <laughs> the struggle's real. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, I mean, if you are familiar with, you know, hate Twitter- uh, or anything, uh, or just like the trash YouTubers who just talk about the go- gospel of like white nationalism, uh, misogyny, anti everything, xenophobia, transphobia, everything, every phobia. Right. Uh, only white people win. Base only white people win YouTube. Right. Um. Yeah, he's very famous. If not, check this out. This guy is an absolute monster. He like says shit like black people are like another species. Uh, he has he has this take. Just so you know what he thinks about women. Uh, this is a tweet that he did uh, in August of last year. So strange. Do you know that female lipstick simulates sexual arousal? Can you imagine a man showing up for a business meeting with a giant artificial boner straining at his pants? Yet, lipstick is perfectly acceptable in the business world. I I mean, this is his most famous one. I th- I've never heard so of this guy. Yeah. And I 
wish I never did. This is so awful. Yeah. There's like a special vein of evil with these like YouTube cunts. Like I cannot yeah. with them. No, it's very. <laughs> Forgive me for that. But like, it's no, like, no, Jesus. you are forgiven. It's true. <laughs> Fully blessed use of that word. But that's what, but that's exactly it, right? That environment on YouTube, they realize, oh wait, the harder I go. I get more fans, right? I mean, it's like yeah. that, like the the cats uh, thing that the, the um, don't kill cats or whatever the fuck. Oh, don't fuck oh, with yeah. cats. Don't, don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About the movie cats. No, oh god, no, 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 no. It is sort of like that. That though. might be worse. Um, Everything but, is sort of like cats. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it you is. keep you keep going and going, and eventually, so most a lot of these hate people they hit the wall, right? Mm -hmm. And they're always got you know hat in hand, being like, like you know, me, like Milo Yiannopoulos. That motherfucker got wiped off the face of the earth, and he's like in all this legal trouble. What I'm saying is, they always get to a point where it's no longer profitable. Yeah, at, right. at a certain point, because mm -hmm. it's just you know you're you're you get people you know gassed. I mean, there's up for a, a limit. Bit. There's yeah. a limit. You know, like you can only go for shock value so many times, right. and then you know. And this, this is where he now he's reached that point. Right. Well, mm -hmm. I do want to say the the reason I had heard of him other than his amazing uh, lipstick lipstick <laughs> uh, artificial boner. Uh, tweet, which by the way, that would be attractive, right? Like everybody would so so into that guy. <laughs> you go and you guys showed in just like with a big boner and his uh, work pants. Uh, his that, work that's, pants, <laughs> yeah, you know his work pants. Yeah. yeah, versus his like strip club sweatpants. There's a, you know there's your couch potato pants. There's right. your interview pants, and then your work pants. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the boner cut out. Yeah, <laughs> your bone dog. Okay, a giant artificial boner straining bone at his pants. Uh, but. I also knew about him because uh, I did a podcast about cults back in the day, and he is like, he talks to kids on YouTube about how like the power structure with their parents is fucked up, and like how their oh. parents are basically authoritarians, oh, and like wow. how they should like run away, like 100%. essentially like seeds all the shit about like running away, <laughs> so that like he's on like cult experts radar as like a person who might be oh, like I mean, yeah. capable of or in the early stages of starting an online cult. That's right. disgusting though to talk to children like that. Like that's like a form of oh, child yeah. abuse. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. To just to What if you guys disagreed like, with me? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is a runaway? Uh, uh, Easy actually Molyneux had some interesting things to say. Actually I do have one more tattoo. Can I show you? <laughs> it's Molyneux's face. Anyway, so he he went to his followers and just was like, yo I'm. I have some debt, and I need your help. He said, "My friends, I oh. need your help. This is the year of make or break for liberty. This is where the fork in the road goes up to the mountaintops of human freedom, or down into a living hell that we saw all too often in the 20th century." Please commit yourself to freedom. Please, please, if you could help me out, I'm on bended knee <laughs> and desperately need your help. So then he's like, he tells people where to donate. But the best part is he realizes he's like basically saying like. What am I going to do? Right. I can only do racist YouTube. He literally said, what am I going to go to the corporate world? One search and I'm effectively finished. And that's true because if you just searched his name and you went to the opening paragraph of Wikipedia, you're like, okay, who's this Stephen Molyneux guy who wants a job? Right. Oh, wait, hold on. What's this? Stephen Basil Molyneux is a far right white nationalist Canadian podcaster and YouTube who is YouTuber who is known for promotion of scientific racism and white supremacist views. Molyneux is described as a leading figure of the alt-right movement by Political and the Washington Post and as a far right activist. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and hired. Why can you start a footlocker? Yes. I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, that's but that's that's the problem, my man. You yeah. are a racist trash fire. Yeah, and you change your name, change everything about yourself, yeah. change the way you view women. Lipstick, I would start there. 
Yes. And yeah. <laughs> if I could Justin Timberlake this from a uh, social network, mm-hmm. leave the basil. Drop everything else. Wow. His middle name is Just Stephon goes Basil. Basil. Molyneux. Yeah, mm-hmm. Basil. Basil Foley. So classy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, this is, but this shows you sort of the evolution, right? You do some, but he goes on to say that he was painted into a corner by communists. Right. <laughs> That's why he needs your help. Oh, okay. Not his own fucking words. So the, he was checkmated into being racist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also what a lot of these YouTubers do, I've noticed. Like, I, I only keep up with, like, a, you know, a very select few of, mm-hmm. like, the, <laughs> the little, white nationalist of the trash. YouTubers. Um, right. But of the, just, like, whenever, like, a pops up. But, like, I just feel like so many of them cannot admit that. But, I mean, I guess that's, like, therein lies the problem. But they can't admit, like, when they're wrong. Like, they're like, mm. oh, this, cra-, like, you know, there's this all this public outcry. What did I do? Yeah. I'm like, you filmed a suicide for us you dumbass yeah. you know, right. it's like it's yeah. the same th- i mean it's just, i feel like the same way with people who uh, are aligned with trump now it's a lot of people there's an inability to say yeah maybe i fucked that one up right because that's what you would say if you were trying to come back because they'd be like hey do you think do you believe me that he's racist now right you'd have to say yeah yeah you're right, <laughs> right. and, there, and the know? people that can do that great but then it's so fucking scary when there's people that are like no, you just don't get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's true in a sense. I that's, don't know what's going on with you. <laughs> I feel like that's almost everyone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most people to a certain effect, it is difficult to admit you're wrong. Just yeah. as just of out course, of human, human nature. nature. Yeah, yeah. But I think with this, because I don't know, like if because it's so charged up, like and you got to really go to bat if you're going to be out here being like what I'm seeing, you know, the withholding of aid to Puerto Rico is not some kind of fucked up transgression. Oh. Right. You know, that's like it. I don't know. Well, also with people admitting that they're wrong and, um, you know, originally endorsing and supporting um, Trump, I feel like also if they do admit, like I've noticed this sometimes where people be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that was, you know, whoops. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm back on the right side. Okay. But, um, or, you know, whatever. But like that people will just be like, oh, well, then how could you have done that in the first place? And then like, they, so they're still being chastised, which, yeah. and I, I get that anger. I get it. But it's like, you got to let people come back. You got to let people, you got to exercise forgiveness. And also it's like, you're, you're not helping anything by just creating more anger. It's like, okay, they want to come and not support this awful human. Great. Then let them do that. Yeah. Like, don't, you know. I mean, it's it's it will further put someone in a corner, and you know they will double their resolve to not ever you know entertain a, a thought that's different from theirs. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so you know, this is actually something that I'm seeing in uh, my monitoring of Breitbart. I subscribe to the Breitbart uh, new like the I don't know newsletter newsletter yeah a founders and, club right, right. <laughs> <laughs> i got a card now yeah. <laughs> uh but I, like half of the emails are scams basically because breitbart i think is like young internet savvy people uh with old people audience maybe and so they are using that as a way to stay afloat but uh bill o'reilly uh who has hit upon hard times somehow. No uh, way. Yeah. Isn't he worth so much money? Oh, yeah, those yeah. De- I mean, he made millions and millions, but he's... But he's probably pissed it away by for, doing something. Yeah, or just being rich makes people only want more money. I was going to say, probably that. He's yes. probably just horny for cash. Yeah, because yes. he is swagless. It's yeah. like he's like, yo, I got all these Bugattis. So uh, just uh, yesterday morning, I got a thread uh, that was all about how Bill O'Reilly's uh, financial advisor... Like the the email is so uh, I don't know weird because it's like what Bill O'Reilly did with his wealth 
is one of the most amazing, shocking stories. And then it's like, even his financial planner comes on for this one. You're going to want to hear about this. And it's like written in like boomer language that like, (laughs) I could hear like somebody saying like a middle-aged person saying to another middle-aged person, then being like, yeah, you know, it's like written in that conversational uh, golf club vernacular, but it's this... It's this scam that has been going on for a year that O'Reilly is involved with called the, I think it's called like Wealth Project, uh, the Great American Wealth Project. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That uh, checks out. Yeah. Facebook got shit because the O'Reilly is like partnering with a group that has been involved with a bunch of scams, right. basically. And it's like a known fraud outlet. That and, was the original, like, way, yeah, that boomer talk of sort of like financial right. FOMO. Right? Yeah, where it's like you know, Bill, you know, you see his, you saw his, you saw his boat, right? Right. He exactly. got in early on this thing called Microsoft, right, or whatever. <laughs> and now it's like, hey, 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 yeah, you, you're not, you know, you're, you're gonna want this one. Yeah, all you got to do is sell some knives. Meanwhile, like millennials <laughs> are so broke, we're like, bro, if I don't have money to invest in my fucking self, right? But I can't okay. even take an Uber pool, so how am I gonna help you? Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Um, and by the way, when you click through on the email, which I did, and my fucking bre- no wonder my browser was totally fucked today. Oh, wow. Uh, it takes you to a video that's 50 minutes long. They're mm. like, wait till you see the secret behind this one. Uh, so Just, just all- a quick 50. Yeah, yeah. quick 50. You, know, you got time. It bre- it's real breezy. Um, hey, well, you got time. Yeah. Your kids ain't coming to visit you. Yeah, no. Yeah. They ain't calling. If you're, if you're aggressively reading Breitbart, probably not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk... About something a little bit lighter, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, are you guys people who take pictures of your food uh, before you consume? I it, used to. after you consume. It? I used to. Okay. Be- well, I do sometimes, but I realized I it was like the stress of social media that was causing me to do it mm-hmm. because I was only taking photos to post them. It wasn't because I was like, I want to, I want an image of this. It's that like, you know, social media flex mentality. You're like, like, my ex-girlfriend's watching. Look what I'm eating. Yo, look what I'm eating. <laughs> I am having more fun than you. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, and I, I, part of me had to quit that shit because I was like, why am I? I was really engulfed or uh, really invested in that like likes economy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's why I don't do it anymore. Why? Three hots and a cot, babe. You thought <laughs> I couldn't do it? <laughs> look, at, look at me now. Look at me now, baby. <laughs> Scrambled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Ramen last night? Who's living large? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like the Get idea up that to you're me. flexing by just photographing. Yeah, if I just do random new socks, meals. baby, <laughs> no holes in them. No, so uh, a chef is asking people to stop taking pictures of yeah the food before they eat it. It's like a it's a a ongoing discussion with chefs and the this guy Heston Blumenthal who runs a three Michelin star restaurant Damn. Uh, in London. Uh, the fat duck, where it's four hundred twenty-five dollars for a set course for one person, Shit, said he was hot. like it bothers him to see the visitors whipping out their phones to snap the food. He says at the fat duck, we've debated this for several years now. No, <laughs> honey, if, right, no. If we say to people, your food's going cold, you put up a barrier between you and the diner. And then there are other chefs who abandon this shit outright. There's uh yeah. like this one guy was like. I forget what the restaurant is, but he's like, I'm really getting so upset about people taking pictures. We put up a card at the door. No photos, please. Yeah. I. What are they doing? Maybe once during the meal, you want to take a little photo of something because it's unusual. But what about the flavors? A picture on a phone cannot possibly capture the flavors. Okay. These. Okay. It's pompous. So yeah. wait, 
You never explain. Uh, oh, are you explained, a, fo- are you food a food flex- photographer? Food flexor? Okay, so to be very honest, no. But I, also in the same vein of being honest, I did I did like a random post like the other day. I was like on my story and I was wine drunk and I, like my friend and I had a really pretty dessert. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're know? not going to fact check you. Don't okay, worry. thank That's you. Fine. Thank you. I have it at the ready. So, right. Okay, no, okay but, um, let's go through the archives. And here it is. Um, okay. And, um, but no, but like, I, I don't know. I, I do think it's annoying when everyone's like posting like because I, I feel like I kind of see what you're saying because I, I think like back in the day I used to do that like yeah oh, check out this chicken and waffles. Well, it's just like okay, I'm here. Like, I am here. I am here at this place. You are not. Like, you are alone though. Okay, but anyway, so <laughs> exactly. the food is not your friend. Um, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. But um, I was alone. I was listening to the weekend in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was shoveling mashed potatoes in on Christmas morning. Uh, no, um, right. but I do. I feel like honestly, I don't. Th- I don't know why the chefs are caring this much. It's like. You have tickets in the back, honey. Like I like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta be making the food. You don't need to be like out here like looking at what everyone's doing on their phones. Go sit down right. at the table. Gordon Ramsay's take on this, they asked him too. He was like, Bro, they're that should be a compliment to you. They want to take photos of your food. It's also, they paid for it. So who gives a fuck what they yeah, do? Yeah, and, and and number one, like, do you want to have a job? Yeah, yeah, great. Well, then people, sorry, in this day and age, like Instagram, yeah, whatever, it's douchey, but like you need to have it, and people yeah. are gonna come to your place of business like the more it's like popped off the times i take videos of my food is when i'm making food right because i like to show the process of that's it that's fine yeah i that's like great. that that feels like an art but also here's the thing I'm, and maybe i'm playing it myself i can't deny i'm half japanese okay mm. so i gotta take a picture of every motherfucking thing that's racist man hey look <laughs> i will speak on behalf of all look if you have a look <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> but, and he's back. And down. I'm okay. canceled. But like, there is, I do have an urge at times when things look so good, but it's, yeah. I think really it's about Who questioning them. Mo- yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's only when I started examining the motivation of why I did it is when yeah. I started got getting put off. By <laughs> I don't judge people who do it, but I'm also just sort of like, yeah. There's I, so many other important things to be angry about. So if you're going to get angry about people posting their food, I just I'm so happy that you have such a charmed life that that's the most important. Yeah, they have healthcare in the UK, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there it is. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> At the same time, a 3 Michelin star chef is a pretty high-level artist, right? Like I I feel like yeah, I, I would be fine with the devil's advocate take of they give out those little bags that Dave Chappelle and like other comedians give out at the door to their uh, oh like no show. phones in here yeah because like some people say that that makes the show better and it like makes them like more in the moment so like yeah that's a easy solution just right. check your yeah, phone at the just door do that then right fine and like that and then that becomes part of the dining experience right and that's going to generate more people to come because it's like oh it's very secretive and people love the exclusivity of, of right that. at this point you don't need the instagram pics to like spread word about your three michelin stars yeah, yeah. Michelin stars don't worry, I thought don't. it was. Com- I thought his complaint was going to be that like they're not good enough photographers, which like <laughs> no, I, it's like, really I've funny. seen some bad pictures of yeah. food, like the like, on Yelp. Yo, there's, yeah, yeah. Oh Yelp my god, was full yeah. of terrible Grainy. pictures of food. Yeah, you know? and like sometimes the color is off, like so it just looks with the weird. flash. Yeah. it's like disgusting. Yeah, I'm like, mm, You're like, that's. I'm, uh, I'm gonna stay at home tonight. Then how about that? Yeah, yeah. there's I. I don't want to shade anybody, but there's somebody I follow on Instagram who has the dumbest <laughs> fucking stories like that, and I'm like, I I'll, I just follow to be like, look at this bullshit. Yo, I so my high school <laughs> hey, my, watch. my high school friends have a WhatsApp thread, and my one friend made uh makes this like chicken 
mole recipe and like was like sending us like braggy pictures about this like dope shit that he was making right and i'm sure it was good but it looks like absolute shit. shit and like no one was gonna say anything but then my right. one like friend who's just way too honest was like I'm sure it's something lost in translation, but that looks like diarrhea, man. That's fucking gross. <laughs> oh my <laughs> it like, god! It was like eleven Savage. in the morning. Dude, uh, finish him. But it was it was Do true. Not post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Pictures of food. I, I, as somebody who doesn't take them, I'm just gonna shut the fuck up because I don't. Uh, we can either you're appreciate an elitist, okay? Yeah. Exactly. I We're eat this shit here. all the time. What's the point of taking a photo? Honestly, <laughs> exactly. I call it a Monday's dinner. <laughs> oh, you're not the always eating out of yeah. Michelin star places. The only what day are you, a peasant? I eat, yeah. <laughs> I eat dinner. Monday's dinner. Yay. First of the week, I'm really angry. <laughs> um, and finally, we do have to bring up the fact uh, that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame officially oh, announces 2020 inductees yep. and. I don't know. It's an eclectic group of musicians, uh, but somebody was not on that list. Yeah. That, uh, I know I'm steamed about. Well, okay. First up, let's just say who did get in. Okay. Whitney yeah. Houston, Nine Inch Nails, okay. the Doobie Brothers, <laughs> T-Rex, Depeche Mode, and B.I.G. Who? Biggie Smalls. I don't know who any of those Christopher people Christopher Wallace. Are. Yeah, okay, maybe. Um, <laughs> where okay i mean a maybe a list. little more diverse you could have uh, used one other woman in there aside from true. Whitney Houston. True, um, true. But the, the real controversy is there's also like a fan vote and the DMB Dave Matthews fans blew out everybody. He had oh. something like one million votes in this. The closest person in second place was Pat Benatar with like 100,000. Wow. Okay. So, I noticed neither of them on this list. Right. So what the fans That's are like, so interesting what the fuck? Like uh, when do you become just, eligible? Like twenty years after the band is founded? I'm not even or sure something? when. The, I guess forty years after the band was founded. I mean, uh, I how don't old know. is Dave Matthews Band? How old me. am I? You tell me. <laughs> yeah, sixty-eight. The yeah. So they were really pissed off because they're like, "Uh, we won the thing, but that doesn't actually mean you're you're an inductee. Then it means it's like on a. It's a very convoluted process. Huh. Uh, so they'll have to wait till next year. Uh, and then there's also like other people that are getting in, like Irving Azoff and John Lando. Yeah, we're getting the Ahmet Erdogan Award. I'm sure those are separate slots, like for different. Yeah, it's a different award completely. Right, but um, uh, you know, shout out Nine Inch Nails. Okay, Trent yeah. Reznor's having a big year. Uh, and Super Producer Daniel uh, pointed to a tattoo on his arm. Uh, That's the, it. Yeah. It's a, the date that Dave Matthews Band <laughs> was formed. It was the year 1991. I think it's well. The full tattoo says the West was won in '91. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's commitment. But did you go through a Dave Matthews phase at all? Probably not. Right? Well, I You're too cool for that. No, not that I didn't. Like it's just been a a band that's I like most music. So when shit would come on the radio, like so much to say is one of my favorite Dave Matthews band songs. Yeah, and I'll still bump that shit. Oh yeah, because I just have fond memories. I think of just like it being being a kid in a car and be on the radio. Treading, uh, trodden trails for, for a long, long time. time. Yeah. Why does um, he do a weird voice when he sings? Who cares? Because he's a yeah. fun, funky guy. <laughs> Dang it. To, to talk about the weather. I mean, <laughs> 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 he makes that face in yeah. the booth too, like all contorted. Yeah. I love it. I love Harper it. Rose, were you uh did Big DMB. Okay. Big DMB. Hey. All right. No, I was not, but I and I know it's one of his hits, but I love I still listen to it. I love that song Crash Into Me. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. That song can slap me in the face. Not over controversial. And over. Yeah. yeah. What is that weird sex song? 
It is. Yeah, it is. No, very it's like weird. it's like weird. But I remember I was like fourteen. And I was like, and a all right. Extreme. <laughs> uh, I feel like, like hike it's... your skirt up a little. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. I she does it. It's, it's all good. But it's cute. One it's could argue. Can get yeah. his. <laughs> one could argue, uh, as the song says in a boy's dream, that it's written from the perspective of a child. Oh. Uh, or a like teenage boy. You know, mm-hmm. pubescent. Right. And uh, he only has a boner because he wants to look professional in his business meeting. <laughs> business pants oh my god all right harper rose it's been a pleasure having you thank you so much Uh, where can people find you follow you okay on twitter and instagram i'm just there at harper rose d all right and is there a tweet or other act of social media you have been enjoying yes yes i have let me pull it up kind of went up on up at the end there like matthews yeah very cool i I was really inspired okay so it's by the very funny Veronica Kukowski and let me find it. Okay, so I loved her tweet. It is, you can't even hug women anymore, said me- said by men. We never wanted to be hugging in the first place. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> a deal. And you can find her at Veronica K all day. All right. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? You can find me Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Also, on my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. We're talking yeah. about 90 Day Fiance with Sophia Ooh. Alexandra. Oh, shit. Where can people find you in person? Oh, shit. Oh, you want to know where we're at in person? Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, young Skywalker. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a bunch of live shows, and I'm going to keep saying it until these shows sell out. There are bar- There's still a few tickets left for the San Francisco show, so if you want to come to that, don't play yourself They're and get your tickets fast. now at sfsketchfest.com org or com i believe yes. uh and then yo we're everywhere if you really okay are you sketch fest is saturday uh january 25th 8 p.m at the gateway theater yes then portland january 30th mississippi studios brooklyn at the bell house on february 12th washington dc to the nation's capital hopefully trump will be in the building at the miracle theater february 13th uh February 25th, Minneapolis, the Parkway Theater. I want to see all my Carly Rae Jepsen fans out there. (laughs) You know who you are. Uh, Chicago on February 27th at the Sleeping Village and Toronto, Canada. International, February 28th at the Great Hall. How many people do you think fit in there? 700,000? The Great Hall? Yeah, at least 700,000. Oh, we'll fill that up. It's a dome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there an act of social media you've been enjoying? Oh, an act of social media? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, it's very quick. It's a reductress uh, article. Oh, actually, no, there's two. Uh, Alyssa Stanoa, A. Stanoa, at A. Stanoa said, come should be spelled with a silent B at the end. <laughs> come. <laughs> this is just my opinion. <laughs> this is a very cummy string of tweets i like another one is from reductress it says tips to make him come fast because you are in a car and he is in a toll booth (laughs) (laughs) reductress is so good uh all right uh on the subject of favorite come related tweets uh mary sasson tweeted i bet celine dion makes a fun sound when she comes uh what, what the, what's with the come tweets today? I don't wow, know, man, that We're was insane. my that was the first one on my list. Uh, Chris Murphy, Chris Chris Dress tweeted every day. I tutor a white male child who is one time out away from becoming the Joker. And uh, Marissa exclamation point mind of Marissa uh, is just very very good at a very specific thing. Uh, let's see if you can pick up on what it is. Uh, your pupils are the last part of your body to die because they dilate. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they dilate. Yeah. That's chill. That's Just cool. crazy uh on point wordplay. That's uh, <laughs> that's sick. 
for a dad, man. That's, oh, as, yeah. that's as good as it gets, <laughs> That's bro. up there with... Like, can we all just, like, we're nodding, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just smoked after Dave Matthews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, like, a rapper could also use, like, some of this Yeah, that's, shit. Like, a, that's like, like a wheezy yeah, punchline. Yeah, like a yeah. wheezy punchline. I mean, it's up there with real eyes, real eyes, real lies. Yeah. I mean, wow, <laughs> I if mean, you really want to... Poetry. Sp- you want to fuck your head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> write that one down. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post. <laughs> Deep breath. Uh, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Oh, no. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this is a track from uh, London's Bastion Keb, is the mm. artist. And it's called Pork Belly because, like, if you follow my stories, I was cooking up a mean uh, pork be- Japanese pork belly on my stories. Mm. Okay? Okay. For the Japanese speakers, I was making uh, uh, kakuni. Okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Buta kakuni. So Just you were photographing yeah well i had to do it was the process baby yeah you know what i mean and you know what light flex i plated the shit out of that thing okay and y'all know so y'all already saw how i did off. it i did this i did the flavored egg and i did the green onion with like an x oh my guy okay the flavored egg wait till you come to my zero <laughs> michelin starred shit. kitchen uh so this track is called pork belly by bastion keb and it really he's a dope it's like a very eclectic mix of like instrumental funk or world music it's you know you know my vibes Okay, you know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes. Uh, and the album is really cool because the album's called Dining in the Shadow of Zizu, which is, I believe, a reference to one Zinedine Zidane. It's one of my favorite footballers. I was just going to say that. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back this afternoon with another podcast uh, and then tomorrow with another whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 oh,